You all are the reason why we do this podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave your comments and share your reviews and also share with others. And don't forget to subscribe. Thank you. Clinton Bush Food Science with a Different Flavor is an innovative and informative show that will cover all facets of food science, culinary arts, food processing, food branding, food marketing, and careers. The show will feature food industry experts and various special guests. If you would like to understand food science and the importance of the flavoring experience, please join Clinton Bush Food Science with a Different Flavor show. Stay tuned. Hello, Podcast Nation. Welcome to episode 10 of Clinton Bush Food Science with a Different Flavor Show. And today we are actually going to feature. Uh, Mr. Bush himself. Welcome to the podcast, Mr. Bush. Thank you, Sonia. This is kind of strange. I'm sitting in the guest chair and you sitting in the host chair. How'd that happen? That's right. I'm in control today, buddy. So, Mr. Bush, you know, I'm really curious and I want to ask you a question. And since you're a guest, I guess I can do that. So why, why did you start the podcast? That's a good question, Sonia. Because food science, this food industry, has always been my passion and became actually our passion. And so it's dear to my heart and I'm really passionate about it. I remember the first day I got passionate about it. We was minding our own business and we was in our restaurant going to just doing what we do. And one day a gentleman walked into the, into the restaurant and he said a couple words to me. And do you remember what my reaction was? You weren't happy. I sure wasn't. And what he said to me, we, our restaurant was a, a, a sandwich shop and an ice cream shop combined. And uh, he said to me, he looked at us at the time we were selling a name brand ice cream. I won't mentioned the brand and he looked and said you should be making your own ice cream and I kind of rose up like who is this guy and lo 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 behold he was a gentleman who was a board advisory board member for the food science department at Cornell University 
and he got my attention. And he started telling me a little about his company, which he was in an ingredient company that he owned. And then he started telling me my product, I'm the guy to put the product, my ingredients in Coca-Cola. He started naming all these uh, food brands of where he put his gum in. And then he got my attention. And from that day forth, I knew I wanted to learn and know about food science. And speaking of food science, what is food science? I'm glad that you asked. Food science is the study of bio, the physical, the study, physical, biological, and chemical makeup of food. And that's the university definition. So in me knowing who you are and and, um, knowing your love for cooking and good tasting food, I know you do have an interest also in culinary. So tell me, what is culinary arts? Culinary is the science of cooking. And the reason I'm really excited about this food space because you take the science of the physical, chemical, logical, and biology, biological makeup of food and then take the uh, science of cooking. And if you merge them to both uh, science together, you have something really special. Hmm. Interesting. And so, and I know you have paired those two a little bit. So can you tell me a little bit of how you have paired the food science and culinary arts? The reason why it works real well and what I want our listening audience to understand whether they high school students, college students, or even a home cook. When you merge both industries together or trade, you have something that's called a product development chef. So if I can take the science of food science and a chef and merge those two together, I'm going to come up with product development. And now the chef can develop all types of products. Wow. I just never realized all that goes into food and the taste of food. Do you want to talk a little bit about that as well? I sure sure do. So... If you recall, Sonya asked me what was food science. And I told her it was the physical, biological, and chemical makeup of food. So let's look at those three definitions. And when she talked about taste, you have flavor systems. So you're looking at chemistry. And then food has a certain look and a certain taste 
which is the physical aspect of, of food. And then you have biological. So when you look at all of those areas, that's what makes food science so important. It's the underlaying of food that we take for granted. Like you don't understand that you have to have flavor systems in order for food to have a certain flavor. And then you have to understand that the physical, how does the food look? So the food have to have a certain characteristic. Like for instance, a dessert can't look like a, a vegetable. That's not the characteristic that it would have. And then you have to look at this aspect. I'm gonna use salad dressing. When I, when I talk about chemical, biological, and physical makeup of food. If you take, solid, most solid dressings could be made of vinegar, water, and oil. If you let it sit, you'll see the, the oil rises up to the top. And that's where your gentleman who was a board member on the advisory board at Cornell began to teach me as a as a food entrepreneur running our restaurant. So he owned an ingredient company, which was gum. So there's certain chemicals that you can put in food to hold it together. So that gum is what keeps the, the uh, oil from rising to the top and keeps it together from breaking up the physiological part of the food. So that's what makes food science real interesting. And some chefs who are trained in food science knows how important it is to have a background in food science if you're in culinary arts. Because when they put their dishes together, they know that the presentation is important. So when they, if you're in a high-end restaurant and you buying a, a certain dish, you expect it to look a certain way when they had the sauce and the typing, toppings over that particular dish. Nice. So now, regarding the, the podcast, and the subject matter and the format. Will you tell me a little bit about that as well? Yes. In fact, I'm glad that you asked that. When we put the uh, the subject matter together, it was important to me that the guests and the experts in the industry that we brought on to the show either had a, a background strictly in food science or strictly in culinary arts, like, or in both, so that we have a, a well-rounded subject matter for the listening audience. So, for example, sample, when we brought Skip Ruskam on the show, that was food science. When we brought, uh, 
Chef Keith and Roberto on the show, or Chef Keith on the self show, that was Cardinary Arts. Now, this is what was uh, interesting about Roberto. Roberto was able to care, cover three areas of our subject matter. He was uh, able to cover food science and processing food, and he was able to cover culinary because he's a pizza maker. But it was another area he covered that we never shared with the listening audience, which was food technology because he created the SDS machine, which would be food technology, how to press process uh, dough, whether it's pizza dough or dough for pretzel or donuts or bagels. So that's another aspect, food technology. So I wanted to make sure we covered all a whole spectrum of topics, the food science, the culinary arts, in terms of uh, format, we bounce around. We did a few shows where we went behind the scenes and like this one, is to let folks know what they can expect. And I wanted our special guests to reflect our subject matter and our format. And I think we did a a real good job with that. And with this understanding the subject matter and format and giving us that foundation, but what is the actual purpose of the special guests? Well, I guess someone's calling in to, to let us know that there's a special guest. I mean, they're calling in to to tell us what they get from our special guests. And that's good, y'all. I'm glad that we get these calling. But the purpose of the special guest is to give you a different flavor, like the show said, a different perspective. And to make sure we bring in experts in the food industry to give give you to give you the correct information so that you know you got the right information. And another thing is we have a lot of academia involved too. And when I say academia, I'm talking about professors who teach food science from some of the major universities which train me. And and since we into the special guests, the way our special guests are coming on the show is because either they trained us or we work along with them or we work with them when we was able to establish and create our curriculum to teach our students. So I'm going to let a little cat out of the bag. What I was able to do as a restaurant owner was able to learn food science without having to actually go to the university. 
So while they was training our students, I was learning too while I was training the students. So that was the education that I was able to get. And I am humble and grateful to all our partners and all our special guests who comes on to the show that leads me into this statement. If you notice on episode nine, if you was able to tune into that one, our Roberto kept re- our referencing um, that we work together and when would we do another project together. So our special guests are coming on the show because of our working relationship on past projects and future projects. So what did you actually think about that last show with Roberto Bresciani? I was really overwhelmed because it was our first international show, our podcast. And what I'm saying is we was able to get Roberto on a show and interview him from Valencia, Spain. And it went well. The connection was good. And so I was excited about that. And I was also excited because we covered three subject matters. Like I just recently said, we were able to cover food science, culinary arts, and food technology. And Roberto gave us, (coughs) excuse me, he gave us a gourmet pizza recipe. And he told us how to make the perfect dough. So I was really extremely excited about that show. And we're going to get Roberto back on that on on his show because we, I think we got about three to four subject matters that uh, Roberto would be able to handle for us. What is now? Let me ask a question because I'm not used to being the guest. Can I ask the host a, a question? You can ask me a question. It doesn't mean that you'll get an answer. (laughs) What did you think about Roberto? No. Well, you know, uh, I love Roberto. So Roberto is brilliant. Um, He's a very humble person with a a big heart. And um, just his work ethic, you know, he... He functions with a spirit of excellence, you know, and he just, he just, he, he just has a big heart. And it was just very interesting, just his process of being 16. And so that also just lets us know how important young people are, because at 16, he was thinking about how can he create a consistent pizza dough at 16. And then at 24, he opened his own pizzeria. And he went to school for engineering to create the smart dough system, the SDS, to solve his original problem from when he was 16, which evolved thinking foods. So 
you know, I think that is just just his story is is amazing, and what his what he has contributed to the industry as well is just is is really awesome. Not to mention, the pizza is very good. <laughs> <laughs> she told you she liked to eat on one on episode eight, I believe it was. Yes, uh, his pizza is very 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 good. And um, yeah, and so and it was good with him just um, letting an, us know the the trends, you know, the the move of the industry, um, you know, all of that. And like you said, you know, he kind of brought everything thing together, so it was a good show. And he he said to me, "Well, you know, I'm like Roberto, you're going to do well," and he did. And everybody called me up about that, and even Chef Keith. And uh, Denver Colorado said that he listened to the podcast and it was clear. So everybody loved uh, Roberto's uh, interview. And I had an excellent time with him. And I look forward to bringing all our guests back real soon. So before we close out... Um, you said a mouthful and you have laid the foundation regarding the, the podcast and the purpose of the podcast, the reason that you actually start doing the podcast. So are there any other words that you want to leave us with on episode 10? Yes. One thing I left out, I thought the podcast would be a great right way to reach into global markets and we was able to do that and uh like with roberto we discussed some things that we talking about doing and if you go back to podcast nine uh on whatever your platform is you can hear that interview again and uh it's all good i just need y'all guys to continue to tune in, subscribe, leave us some uh, reviews and some applause and let us know is there any particular subjects that you want us to talk about and we're going to be bringing you some awesome trends and we'll bring you some industry updates too. So each episode, we're always behind the scenes trying to figure out what different components we can add to the show. So, one of them is going to be industry news updates. So, I think I said a mouthful there. Oh, one other thing. Next episode, I got to try to reclaim my seat. My hosting seat. You should see us Sonya's face, like, man, I might have lost my seat. I might have to share that seat now. Yeah, you might have to fight me for this one. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much for listening to Podcast 10. Hopefully you have enjoyed the show. We thank you for joining us. And please do not forget to subscribe, as Mr. Bush said. So please subscribe. 
And we look forward to joining you again for podcast 11. That should have been look forward to joining you again for podcast 10, right? (laughs) (laughs) Look, I missed my poet moment, but we look forward to, to joining you again for podcast 11.